0: so,
1: so good to be here. There was a its here, man. A brief period in time where we thought this would all be canceled. This wouldn't be happening. That's right. Yeah, yeah we, we, there was discussions about that, right? Yeah. And then the uh, virtual event. Then the virtual oh, oh, event came. Yeah, man. And here it is. <laughs> Freightways
0: Live at Home. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm so proud to kick this off with you, Michael Vincent. Thank you, dude. Our event Slack channel. If you haven't joined, join it now. It's lit. It's hype. Everyone's going crazy in there. More conversations and emojis than... You'd ever thought you'd see, and uh, <laughs> and I'm excited to see the There's party something. icebreakers tonight as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right, and Happy Cinco de Mayo, Dooner. Yes, to you, <laughs> and to the millions upon millions who are watching Freightways Live at home.
0: You know, dude, Cinco de Mayo. Could there be a more fitting day? Cinco de Mayo <laughs> celebrates the Battle of Puebla. Little history lesson in 19 Ooh. in 1862, right? The underdog Mexican army squared off with the French in a battle that wouldn't win a war. But it would prove to be a turning point, right? It was a catalyst. Yeah, and turning points are equally as crucial in battles against anything because it's what gives you the confidence to forge
1: forward. You're no longer being beaten down, whether it be by a superpower or a coronavirus. Yeah, exactly. Burn the boats. Our turning point right now is going to be downtrend in infections and uptick in the economy and freight flows, Yeah, right? Which hopefully we're going to see here. You know? And over the next three days, we'll be bringing you a conversation that's going to you know, help you define what that turning point is. Do
0: you think that we are, because this show is coming at such a, in my opinion, crucial time. We've been in lockdown for two months now, right? We're all gotten used to it. We've gotten used to this new normal. We're getting an idea of projections of what outlooks may look like. The sonar data is pouring in. Uh, the miles yeah, are prognosticating. Do you think we are there at that <laughs> turning
1: point? You know what? I, I, I think we do. I think we've seen the bottom. I think we're bouncing back up. I think there's no doubt that we are. But, but much like what Ron Klein said. Yeah. There's going to be surges. There's going to be there's going to be uh, downturns, peaks, valleys as we move up in the fragment with a fragmented you know uh, economy. Things coming on, things going away. Ron Klain, super sharp cat, right? What did he say? He said logistics solve pandemics. Powerful message. Yeah, I think a lot of people wrote that one down, right? It, yeah. That's a, there's another T-shirt. That's a new T-shirt.
0: Meat <laughs> is the new toilet paper, and logistics solves pandemics. Yeah. <laughs> Put that on the coffee mug. What did you think of what he had to say? Anything else stick out to you?
1: I, I thought it was I thought that was really uh I thought that was really interesting and and really his his opening talking about the economy has not completely shut down. Yeah. And in fact logistics has been has been doing a tremendous job and really thanking the men and women on the front lines of this fight and it is a fight a war against COVID 19 for everything that they've done and putting themselves on li- uh, out there on the line and keeping the thing moving instead of staying home with family etc keeping the economy going and getting those essentials where they need to be i echo that i know you do as well thank you
0: yeah we've often opined that the trade war shined a big light on supply chain it brought it into the mainstream but but this pandemic's a whole other level. The coronavirus from people just seeing it happen in real life, going into a grocery store and not seeing that toilet paper, now not being able to find meat or Lysol or Clorox or whatever it may be that they're looking for. Never has it been more crucial to be having the conversations that we are going to be having today through May 7th.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, because like he said, another thing that he said, and we got to constantly remind ourselves, is the coming months, weeks and months, there's going to be probably even greater challenges. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, he said May is trending to be as bad, if not worse, than April as far as death count, uh, the mortality rate in the United States, which was worse than the Vietnam War. I mean, when you start thinking about these numbers uh, and that we're going into a second month that could be just as bad, we've got to have it in our minds that the battle just started or the war just started. Let's put it that way.
0: Yeah, there's always that fear of a second outbreak or everything. But yes. it does seem like over the weekend, weather got nice. That, to some people, is cure enough. They've, they've stormed the beaches. They've stormed the restaurants. Ron said that he was looking at summertime as, uh, as a go-to period for air travel to increase. And I would have disagreed with him until about a week ago. Then I saw last weekend, all across the country, people were just saying, and look, if there's not another wave of outbreaks, maybe that's, that's, that will hold true. People go, you know what? I am going to Disney World in September.
1: Yeah. <laughs> a lot you know you know and that was an interesting point that he put on there but i i, I taught myself as an optimist but i'm also kind of a realist or a pessimist if you want to talk about people are a person is smart people are not so smart yeah and people are sick of the pandemic it came on really fastly really quickly i should say uh, and so they expect it to go away really quickly And when restrictions are relieved they think oh well smarter people than i say that i can go do whatever the hell I want yeah and that's not necessarily the case a second surge will scare the hell out of people
0: it's it's not real until it hits you but you know what is real and what you should hit all of your friends with is FreightWaves Live. It's coming to you right now, live. You can share it out. It's free. If you want to join the Slack channel, all you got to do is register for that, comfort your own home, comfort your own cab. Today through May 7th, you're going to experience the next great wave in freight tech technology and fascinating insights colored by this coronavirus pandemic that's been going on. 2020, highly volatile, highly unpredictable. We just saw earnings come out. Almost every single earnings came out with guidance saying they either had to remove guidance or to look past Q2. You're going to see a lot of the damage in Q2. So I think a lot of us are are here today focused on conversations on how to limit the the blow in this quarter and how to get us on that road to recovery in Q3 and Q4. Share this out with your friends. It's free.
1: Yeah, do it. So uh, freight Waves TV starting at 9 a.m. each and every day to hear the experts talk. Uh, they're going to address the, the latest trends, as Duna was talking about, in freight and transportation to hear from disruptive unicorns and seasons giant, seasoned giants. Again, we got the seasoned giants. Yes. We've been talking about that Season before. Giant. I love seasoned It's my favorite. I think that's the lunch menu today. Uh, and the disrupting unicorns. Can <laughs> you serve lunch at a virtual event? We've got to solve awesome. that one next. <laughs> With the good Bernays sauce. As they discuss, and, and they're, you know, they're going to discuss their experiences and their, and their strategies, right, to navigate these markets. And that's what we're talking about, like Ron said. Peaks, valleys, fragmented, this part's shutting down, this piece is coming up, etc. You need this information, and we've got the people here to have those discussions and to guide you through that.
0: But wait, there's more. Guess what? What? Nope. We're not the only ones having the conversations, us up here, but you in the Slack channel, go join that. There's There's the general home channel where you can have general discussions about any session going on, but then you can break it down by demo, you can break it down by show, you can interact with show hosts like... Michael Vincent, I am. Yep, we've got our own What the Truck FWTV What the yep. Truck channel. Happy to talk to you afterwards. This is a shorter session. We usually answer a lot of questions when we're up here, but we just kind of have to bridge you over to the next one. But we will <laughs> join you in that. We'll talk to you during the next session. Uh, there's ones for every show. There's tons and tons of great networkers, people I know on LinkedIn and just being out in the field, people I would be shaking hands with at events like this. You can still do it. Just join that Slack channel. Again, it's free. If you've never used Slack before, perfect time to learn it again it's a free it's not that app. hard
1: I, I figured it out
0: yeah, and if you can i mean you're not the most technically adroit person <laughs> ask right? the
1: people around here i am not <laughs> tech savvy beyond tech, a tube amplifier
0: you're, you're good <laughs> if, if
1: there's two if there's a tube, yeah you're right if there's a tube amplifier or six strings on it i can work it but you know you know Dude, you always said you cannot network from home isn't that one that you like your mantra
0: I, you no, I, you say that. I, I I love networking at home.
1: I am um. For a whoever who was, talks a whoever lot. Whoever said that you can't network from home? They were liars. They were liars, right? <laughs> Just because you can't shake hands and be under the same roof doesn't mean they can't do it. FreightWaves live at home. Slack channels. Go hit them up.
0: Speaking about navigating markets, making it easier than ever. I can't wait for sonars. 6.0 debut, and that is today, right at 11.30 a.m. Eastern is. time.
1: It is, and you do not want to meet that, check, miss that. Check your you watches. You,
0: you have less than two hours. you got an hour and 45 minutes until your mind is blown. Tell yourself that. <laughs> if you really stop and think about that, wow, my mind is going to be blown in an hour and a half, what would you do with that next hour and a half of your life? Help Stay me, tuned help to the show. Wizard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> help me, Mr. Wizard. I don't want to expand my mind. No, it, it is, it, you know, I've seen it. I've gone through it with Craig. I'm not going to say anything else because, like I said the other day, yesterday, I'm too geeked out about it. Hey, we've also got... It's awesome. It's going to be great.
0: We've also got sessions on how shippers and carriers can future-proof their business. Industry keynote with Doug Wagon, our chairman and CEO, Echo Global Logistics. Shelly Simpson will be doing a keynote. She's JB Hunt. Um, Autonomous vehicle tech in the trucking industry, challenges, benefits, how to deploy it. A big topic, too, and also a keynote from Paris Cole, CEO, truckstop.com. Also, Fuller Speed Ahead, more Emily Zink. You saw her kick off the show. Maybe we'll see more of Craig's dog as well. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And guess what?
1: Another What the Truck.
0: Oh, man. Day one. It's already coming to a close. How did we get here so fast man this thing has just flown by you and i have been monitoring the slack channels we've been listening to every single session between talks this has gone swimmingly
1: it has gone it has gone really really well and the feedback is unbelievable yeah but man busy just go it's been a sprint it's been a marathon sprint well you know what they say we still got two more days of this greatness you know what they say what do they say you
0: don't have to go home but you can't stay here. But we're going to turn that yeah, I've on that its many head. many time. Because you're already at home. <laughs> you're already at Freightways at That's home. Right. So hang out after this. After this session, there'll be, there'll be a couple more things playing. Then around 5 o'clock, 5.20-ish, the, the icebreakers by Lodeshore is going to be happening. And it's when we That's do. Right. You know when you go and you see a great movie? You ever see a great movie like True Romance where Clarence? He takes Alabama out to get a slice yeah. of pie afterwards. Yeah. To talk about that?
1: Yeah. That's what we'll do during Icebreakers. Come have some pie with us. That's awesome. And yeah. I was watching on, on Slack. The bars are already opened. <laughs> know. people were or people were in there about 3 o'clock so what would you be pouring yourself well I'm thinking about you know it's Cinco de Mayo yeah so margarita what
0: everyone think of the event?
1: Yeah. Don't take it from us. I think it's I, been I thought fantastic. It was awesome. It's been unbelievable, bro.
0: I think it's been great. Let's take some responses Let's from online that. though. Let's Ryan Mann, he says, Hey everyone, how's this experience been for you guys? I've been enjoying listening and watching while getting some things done. Allison Ramsey, she said she thinks it's been great. You know what she is? She's from a small brokerage, so in person conferences aren't really ideal for them right now anyway. They don't want to do those big expenditures, right? There's yeah. a pandemic going on. That's so th- exactly right. It allows us to keep all hands on deck, soak up the knowledge that the FreightWave team and all the sponsors are bringing today. And then Ryan said, yeah, it's always hard to step away when there is a lot of uh, backup technology rocks. I agree. Felicia, talk about networking. People going on LinkedIn. People going in these icebreaker chats. People going on the Slack channel. Felicia, it's I'm probably not even saying that. All right. Sacularis. See, now that we're connected, she can reach out to me and get it right. She says, hey, from Freight Waves, you're killing it today. Daniel Stanton said, this is how you do a supply chain conference and do it well. Special thanks to our production team back here. Yeah, Emily working Zay. hard today, guys. Jordan Kidd, IT and data analytics from FreightWorks. He said, is anyone else seeing a drastic uptick in LinkedIn invites today? I sure am. Yeah. I don't even have my profile linked in my Slack profile. So far, he's made more connections than at any in-person event. And guess what? He doesn't have to take home a pile of business cards. He's just going to lose anyway. <laughs>
1: That's exactly right. He actually makes a very, 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 very. He good does, porn. man. You bring he so really much does. junk from these things. My That's kids right. are gonna miss the koozies. Yeah, you? yeah, yeah, yeah. Thomas Smiley Jr. CTB, loving this FreightWaves live event on the FreightWaves app on at Amazon. the The insight uh, so far, so far, amazing. Great job during this crazy time, Craig Fuller and the entire team for putting on this streaming event. Timothy Dooner, bringing the usual.
0: Yeah, man. Bringing you all, a little cowbell, right? Yeah, baby. Justin Shepard, this is fantastic, not just for logistics, but all aspects of the business world. You know, we really wanted to pave the road here. We saw an opportunity to do a live event like this, and we really want to take advantage of it. Blythe, she even loves Blythe. Remember, she asked that great question earlier in the show. Super interactive. On her Slack, she asked, have people come up with a business plan to go back to normal? It started a great conversation, not just on the show, but within Slack. She said she's loving these instant reaction shows that are so much easier for you and I to do, too, because we're
1: right here taking in all this content. Yeah, man. John Piper, great start to day one of the conference. Danko Hawkins, hello and thanks. Please keep washing your hands. Money makes the world go round. Yeah. Tighten up and roll. Tide roll as the proce- versus the process. Please vote. Thank God. Thank goodness. Thank you. That's a good message. And then Matt Ziegler said it's a little strange, and
0: I would still prefer to meet in person, but I have to say- I'm enjoying the virtual conference it's like transportation TV where even the commercial content is interesting great job guys yeah I would love to have this be like the Super Bowl where yeah you're here for the content that we're putting but you're also
1: you're also waiting with bated breath for the next ad to play and I I was excited too because I haven't seen a lot of those ads yeah no no and they were they were excellent I mean the Super Bowl I love it yeah as long as we don't have any inadvertent wardrobe malfunctions by you tomorrow. Well, I think we'll, we'll be okay.
0: <laughs> well.
1: Stay tuned. It might happen.
0: All is, uh, all is usual <laughs> in the unusual. Welcome to the Upside Down. We saw FreightWave CSO JT Inksrum. is was talking with Ricardo Sildago, founder and CEO of LoadSmart, about future-proofing the supply chain. Yeah. Uh, the next session that I'd like to see, right, is on one of these, and how do we unforeseeably proof, right? How do you unforeseeably proof our supply chain? How do you prepare for the unpreparable?
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, it, it, it's difficult. And yeah, <laughs> you know, changing from the just-in-time shipping to the uh, just-in-case shipping. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, you know, Ricardo, what he talked about, what Shelly Simpson talked about, what others talked about is, is you know, really the, the collaboration, the transparency, the digitization. That's what everybody needs to do. the collaboration, the transparency, knowing what's going on, and the digitization, which make things more efficient, even the touchless stuff, that's how we proof ourselves for the future.
0: But it has to really happen. It can't just be words, right? No, we it we can't, hear a lot of right. words about technology, we hear a lot of words about solutions where they really end up being features. We hear a lot of words about collaboration, but now is the time, now is the
1: opportunity to really go ahead and do that, right? Yeah, no, it 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 absolutely is. It absolutely is, and and people talked about that. Peter Wrenchler talked about that. Craig asked him during his talk a little bit about does he see this? Uh, is the environment hot for for this innovation, for this adaptation, et cetera, that Peter was talking about? And he said, absolutely, it is hot right now. And the thing is, this this isn't going to go away slowly. So the the app the the attitude or the appetite, the need for adaptation and to build out these new technologies and to bring this forward is going. Remain for quite a while because we're not coming out of this like tomorrow.
0: Now, you mentioned it, and he had talked about this during his session with JT, and it was just in time shipping JIT versus just in case shipping. He almost alluded that we'd have to move towards that model. Now, that can't be taken lightly, that's not just a throwaway thing because that completely changes the landscape of the supply chain and how we become a stockpiled economy, the lot more warehouse space. I know I'll be going long in warehouses.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're exactly right. But how do you do that? You know, I mean, people have been talking about that. It, Ricardo it's a great point. He brings up something that, that others, thought leaders like himself, have been thinking about and talking about for some, for some time. There's been, you know, at the very beginning, they were talking about how just-in-time has failed us and, and has caused us to be, you know, just-in-time. And now, look where we're at. So, but... So where's that happy median, right? Yeah. So what do you stockpile? Because you're stockpiling for the unknown. Yeah, and, and just in time, you're, kind of, you're
0: optimizing to the conditions that you think are going to be there, and they usually are there. So it's, it's very difficult to convince someone, and, and maybe in the Slack channel people can comment on this, but what yeah. would convince you to move from that model? I'm curious about that. To move, to move from the just-in-time? Yeah, to to the just-in-case, and how does that work, and how do you protect your profit margins and all that stuff, and how important do some players become and how less important do others? I think there's a lot of meat on that bone, and I'd just love to go deeper
1: in on it. There, there really is a lot of meat on that bone. Yeah. There, there really is.
0: Speaking of meat on the bone, we had the industry keynote, right, with Doug Wagner, chairman and CEO at Echo Global Logistics. He talked to... Freightways founder and CEO is Craig Fuller. They hit on this hot-button topic, right? If you've been anywhere online, you've talked to a trucker, broker margins, right? But Doug had some real talk on how those contract and expand based on market and volume.
1: Yeah, and, he, and he's spot on. They, they do. I didn't hear brokers are being threatened by carriers during uh, the peak of 2018. <laughs> because of too much capacity. No, well, enough capacity. Well, in 2018, carriers and brokers were making money hand over fist. Rates were through the roof. They weren't. They weren't. You know, screaming and screaming about you know what's going on. They were too busy buying up too much capacity so that now we'd have. Yeah, you know, tough,
0: <laughs> tough times really uh, put put perspectives, <laughs> they, right? They, put they perspectives do. and beliefs through the ringer. Long-held beliefs about they how you do. do supply chain, politics, health, whatever it may be, they are put through the ringer. You know, we covered Echo on Inside the Box, and I was on site there behind the scenes. I got to see the, the whole tour of the place, got to meet Doug and his team, and one thing I noticed about that place is that they do everything possible to keep you on site. They have video games there, they have a cafeteria, the way their workstations are set up, and then we're in this new normal with covid-19 even a place like that designed so much for the modern times right a modern time office taking a lot of cues from what startups do but then this happens and now we might have to all be socially distanced work from home big difference
1: yeah modern times just got changed didn't it it absolutely (laughs) did in a major in a major way i have not had the pleasure of 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 touring their place but yeah in, office designs are going to absolutely change and doug was talking uh you know quite quite frankly about and it, it's a great idea what a benefit and to them as well is you know okay two days from you work at home yes during the week three <laughs> days here how many people in the in his offices there would be like yeah no hour and a half commute today that'd yeah. be great felicia says whoop
0: by the way felicia did i say your last name properly i hope so it's whoop i apparently Boot more. Uh, Nadine's <laughs> been doing Nadine's been doing a great job of giving enough to speak to. Chris Jolly, it's been a pleasure. So many people that have joined us. Mike Weiss, this is a fantastic interview. He's really enjoying Carrier Direct. They're always so insightful to talk to. John Boe's our own, the Chief Badass Officer, Mr. Supply Chain. A lot of people yeah. enjoying these things. Uh, there was a bold prediction
1: spoken. Oh, did, there was, and I forgot about that. Yeah Doug, yeah, Doug Wagner. So Craig asked him his bold prediction, and I like this prediction because it's something that's been overdue, and he said really, the te- what he said said, and I, I tried to write it down as quickly as I could, but he, he said, uh, tech arm, the tech's arms race is his, build, his bold prediction. Assets will start to jump on board. We have been slow with tech. They have been slow with tech, but this will ac- accelerate. Shippers and carriers will accept it more willingly, willingly in the future with this tech. And Eddie said that's driven by data, which people like you, FreightWave, Sonar, have that data to make that tech work, so that you've got this ability to uh, create this transparency and collaborate very, very efficiently.
0: Well, I think from 2010 to about 2016, the supply chain gets a lot of heat for being very behind in tech, but a lot of the solutions that were sold between 2000s even to 2016 were kind of antiquated siloed. They didn't speak to one another. And you saw that echo in a lot of the demos we were talking. It was such a leaned-upon word was, was integration.
1: Yeah, it, integration. And was it was it with Doug Wagner where Craig predicted that the uh, AS400 would still be around in 2030?
0: Oh, it, it, it's it's going to be like our Rosetta Stone when we when we die as a species <laughs> aliens will come here and they will learn
1: our technology from yeah. the AS400 and they will pity us. Yeah, 33 years ago when I started in this business, I was booking loads on it.
0: There's some amazing demos. There's McCloud, there's Epay Manager, there's Trucker Tools. I hope everyone's enjoying those rapid fire demos. They just keep moving. And then uh, you had a little note here on McLeod's on demo. I did, you know, you? I
1: put down on, on some of these, just some of these thoughts. I'm watching McLeod. and I'm thinking, man, look at how easy it is to onboard a driver. Yes. Right? I mean, remember the hell you went through back in the day, Dooner? Uh, it, it, I it, mean... <laughs> <laughs> even getting a power
0: of attorney signed with, with shippers, there were just, there were so many little nuanced things from my position, from both selling and also from being a customs broker, just things that you would, for, you'd be like, why isn't this automated? Why am I faxing things? Why, why does this take so long? It's, it's, it's like via carrier pigeon.
1: Yeah, no, you're exactly right. And even like level one, their ePay epay manager. Yes. Exactly. What I, mean, like, I, what I wrote down was, wait a minute, no fax machine with PODs laying around on the floor that I have to search through and fight with other people, wipe coffee stains off of?
0: Hey, we got a double dose of Shelly Simpson today. She did did. her keynote, but then she also did a fireside chat with Nick Hobbs. He's president DCS and final mile service over at J.B. Hunt. What was your takeaway from their session?
1: You know, I, I found it very interesting to see that, you know, they, they, they really took a, really a, a behind-the-scenes kind of look at what the leadership of these, these type of companies and what Shelley, what they were looking at. And it was, it was interesting to see, you know, that not only were they concerned about the employees, which yeah. obviously they are, and, and, and that's a good thing to see. Because sometimes employees feel like, ah, they just care about money. But obviously they do not. They care heavily about their employees, and they understand that the success of their company is really it, the success of their employees is the, excess, so the success of the company. Yeah, and that, that's kind of the key thing that I took away from there, and the fact that they're looking past COVID nineteen. What could they have done better, and can do better in the future for the health and w- and well being of their of their employees, not only physically, but their their you know their mental health, their emotional health. You know, Shelley is so smart. She looks forward by looking
0: backwards. She's always in, she's always stressing the importance of relationships. Look, I've been in rooms with a, with a ton of different executives. I've been to a ton of conferences, and you and you, you especially a few years ago, you had that side that was that was for tech. And then you had the tech-averse. And the tech-averse side would go, it's not about technology. It's about relationships as if they were mutually exclusive. I am, it's so satisfying to me to see the Shelly Simpsons of the world lap the dinosaurs who, uh, who have that comet heading
1: towards them. Yeah, yeah a- Absolutely. And a big company did it. Yeah. You usually think of the big, slow-moving, tanker-type size, you know, ultra-large <laughs> sure. capacity carriers. Or These the stigma. Are, are, they can't turn. Or, or right. the stigma,
0: right? The stigma that it's just some new fly-by-night company, some Silicon yeah. Valley playboys, and they don't know anything about
1: supply chain. A- absolutely. Absolutely. And one of the themes that you see is is those that... I mean, it all comes down to that, the, the two-sided coin of disruption. Yes. Are you disrupting or being disrupted? What side are you going to sit on? But very, very interesting. She's very, very smart. And uh, the next one that we well, were talking about was the autonomous vehicles. Yeah, J.P. Hampstead, he caught up with... Uh, the Jesse Petniak, Pat- uh, product
0: leadies with Waymo. Very, they, they, I'm sure you pronounce that exactly right space. on. You and I were talking about total recall beforehand. Too, yes, we were. And uh, not how we're all being tracked. We not, not that conversation. The other one about how. Welcome there should to be Johnny, Johnny Cab. Cab. Yeah, Johnny <laughs> Cab in there. And what stuck me from their conversation, the one thing that really stuck out was they were talking about public regard to self driving vehicles pre and post COVID and how it's maybe a more accepting world that they're coming into. As people are like, yeah, maybe I don't want that driver in the car.
1: Yeah, yeah r- exactly, because we, we, we were talking about that because previous to this, one of the big hurdles and what people would talk about is, well, it, it'll be accepted once you get, uh, uh, you know, th- the public's got to get behind it because you've got to pass regulations and laws and so on and so forth and and have be comfortable with the idea that this machine is going to be making decisions on on, on a potential crash. Uh, yes. <laughs> right? It's got to decide, okay, statistically this, not that, and, and you got to be okay with that. Uh, we probably moved a couple steps closer to being okay with that.
0: Well, there's that big setback because the margin of error in that autonomous space is is zero, right? I mean, yeah, one is. person crosses a street in the middle of the night in bad conditions in Arizona, uh, jaywalking, gets hit by that. It's, it sets it back. When jaywalkers get hit all the time, not that I'm belittling a, a, a death or something, but I'm just saying, no, no, it's you're, very strange. Right. And
1: that was, I think, one of the first ones was the the, the Phoenix, uh, yeah, where the uh, person came uh, at night came out yeah because yeah, a vehicle can understand where these things are and, and so, but it can't predict what's going to happen with that if it's not moving and a human suddenly starts moving or something like that but enclosed environments like ports et cetera, where the the possibility or the free, uh, of uh, or frequency of unplanned events are 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 kind of limited yeah, yeah. then the then the big dogs were
0: darking industry keynote. We had Paris Cole, CEO, TruckStop.com. Yeah. Thanks again, guys, for sponsoring this feed. Craig Fuller, founder and CEO of FreightWaves. they were talking about partnerships with Freightwave, cybersecurity, malware. Book it now, setting the tone. But they went,
1: they went through a lot. They they, they went through a lot. They they really did. And I was I was. I found myself listening and not really taking notes that much, yeah, (laughs) because it was really, really, it was a really good, really good talk, really good discussion. But the thing that I that I took away from that the most was was really uh, when Paris was talking about the 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 acceptance by brokers by this potentially really invasive uh, uh, technology that would kind of like uh, banks were looking at you know cryptocurrencies you know you don't need a bank anymore right yeah so I mean they came out with this tool and it could be potentially very very invasive but what they found or are probably planned. He's a very smart guy. He probably was thinking this all along. I don't, I don't dis, uh, doubt that for a second, but the acceptance was very, very, was very, very good because what the brokers found was that now their conversations weren't hangling over f- two cents a mile. They were, they were very, they're very focused partnership, relationship driven conversations. And now it's about service. It's about partnerships. It's about trust. It's about relationships. and It's not about that two cents a mile.
0: Hey, all this stuff's on demand, too. If you tuned in late, you're tuning in just now. All this stuff is on demand. Download the FreightWaves TV app. You can watch it. Subscribe to FreightWaves. You'll get every... Subscribe to FreightCast. You'll get every single FreightWaves podcast. You'll get our show, What the Truck. You'll get FreightWaves Live and Events podcast, which this is one of those. We're doing a recap right now, yep. plus all these fireside chats and everything. Um, Anything else we missed here? Lily Shen, she came on president of Transfix. She talked to JP Hampstead. John Walters, he said he really appreciated Lily Shen's reminder that technology should add and contribute to relationships and not just build new silos. And Fuller Speed ahead, we had Peter Renscher from Carrier Direct. Amazing stuff with our own founder and CEO, Craig Fuller. People called uh, people who use TMS dat brokers. That's got to be controversial in some corners
1: of, uh, <laughs> of the room. I would, I would think so. I would, I would think so, right? Yeah, Peter was. I, I like the discussion with Peter as well. And you could have taken Lily and traded her in front of, of Paris. She really echoed those same sentiment, sentiments as where that technology is. If it's embraced and used correctly, it really changes the dynamics between those brokers and those carriers and their shippers, and it can be really, really a good thing.
0: Tomorrow, industry keynote: Derek Leather, CEO Warner. He's going to be with George Abernathy, our president and CEO over here at Freightways. We'll have what the trucks love. Put that coffee down. We're going to have the impact of nuclear verdicts with Cassandra Gaines. We're going to have more Fuller speeds ahead. Where is data driving us? More of these company demos, more that you've been in store for as we bring it home for you at this wonderful event. Like we mentioned, you have this networking opportunity, this Icebreakers presented by Loadshore. You've seen the Slack channel. I know you have because you've been in there posting pictures of your beverage, hiding it from your boss. <laughs> well, I ain't your boss, but I will be at Icebreakers and I'll mm-hmm. see you there. Are you going to join us? Yeah, I'll probably be there. Maybe. All right, check us you out on Icebreakers. A... The link will be in the Slack channel. Um, as we mentioned, subscribe to Freight Waves thank you for joining us on this historic day one Freight Waves live at home
1: your home and your home and your home and your home it's in everyone's home